Okay, this is part two to the episode that got people like shook last week. So uh, we literally, in, back in 2009, on a morning show that I was on when I first started in radio, went out and tried to find a, a woman that was a supposedly a woman of the night walking down a very popular street in Panama City. The bit was called I'm Just Curious. Well, we sent our intern out to literally ask this woman if she was. And you can just imagine how cringy it gets today on the show. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Hi, welcome to the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. I'm Steve Kramer. This is a feel-good podcast. I do with my mom every single day. And I hope that you'll like and subscribe and tell your friends all about it because we're trying to grow this thing. We want to make this thing a big deal. So uh, our mission here is to live, laugh, and love my mom. My mom's the greatest. She's my co-host on this show. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. Let me, let me just tell you the day, kind of day I've had, because I think just this alone will articulate the type of day that today has been. Now, today was the day we announced our morning show here in Baltimore. So it's obviously, it's Ooh. I knew it was going to be a busy day, mm-hmm. uh, but right now it's 7.30 at night. We're just starting to record the podcast. Um, this is the kind of day it's been, is that I just got a call from my coworker, Jess, and she's like, hey, did you leave all your clothes in the dryer at the hotel? What? <laughs> I was like, yes, I totally forgot this morning I was washing clothes and I ran out of here because I ran out of time. And then, oh, yeah. my so God. That's, that's, the kind of, that's the kind of day. That's just the, the kind of uh, lightly articulate the kind of day I'm having. That's pretty much uh, hmm. pretty much it. Luckily, all my clothes are still there, though, so that's the good news. That I think news. I think I got a small taste of what parenting is like today. And tell me if this is what it's like. <laughs> so I... Right now, I'm taking my five-pound chihuahua with me everywhere, Kiki, right? Right. Because I, especially today, because I knew I was going to be gone all day. I didn't want to leave her here. And the maids, do we call them? Can you still call them maids? The housekeepers, I guess? I guess. Um, I don't know. We're coming to clean the hotel because I'm living in a hotel right now. Mm-hmm. And I, so I took her with me. We left at like, yeah, like 8.30 this morning. And I um, had to deal with a very not happy to be there oh no other life form oh so no i think the crescendo i'll just take you to the highlight of the day so we <laughs> my after the afternoon i hear at the radio station on mix is doing this show from his house and so we were going to go over there because you know social distancing and everything right. we were going to go over there and do the big announcement from his house mm-hmm. and so we get over there and kiki is like she's been like restless she was like crying all morning at the studio because I bought this backpack. I think I told you the backpack story, didn't I, on, on the podcast? No, I don't know if I did or not. No. Okay. I got her a little backpack to go hiking with me. So yeah. I've just been putting her in this backpack to take along with me. Well, she was fine at the backpack the other day. For some reason today, when I took her to this radio station, and we're meeting with my boss for the first time there and the, like, the chief engineer to set up all the equipment <laughs> oh, and everything. Oh, and no. she is just like pitching a fit. She does not want to be in this bag. She is scratching her way out of it. She is barking. She is crying. So I have to like take her out and put her on the floor and kind of like corner her in this like hard part of the floor. There's like a mm-hmm. part of the, like where the chairs are where it's hard because I don't want to pee on the floor. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> we put her down and uh that was just like bad well so then I, I like get her to get back in the bag and we go over to this afternoon guy's house to do the show and he uh she's fine like she's doing fine for a while the second that mic turns on i'll be damned 
if she doesn't start like pitching a fit and like freaking out, well, he also has a dog. So oh, then his dog starts being like, what the hell? And it's like live on the radio. And we just have to kind of make fun of it because like, ugh, I just, I think that must be what parenting is like when you've got some, I don't usually have somebody with me constantly that you have to like keep up with. Oh. And I think that's like my very first taste of parenting. I don't think I like it. I don't think I like it. Mm-hmm. No, it sounds like a two-year-old. Oh, my God. I know. I think I know. Kiki's ready to get out of the hotel, too. I think we just need a place to live. I mean, it's coming mm-hmm. Thursday or Friday, so that's going to be that'll be a good day. That will be a good day. Poor Kiki. You walked out of your chiropractor's office today. I did. I'm so disappointed. So we should say this, too, is we haven't mentioned this on the podcast because I didn't really know where to put it, but my mom's been having these kind of neck and back spasm is that how would you describe it yeah that's good enough okay for like how long but it's been a while now it's just i just didn't mm-hmm. it's just not really a great story to come on back my back hurts you know so i was <laughs> waiting for the right time to bring it up but i think this is probably going to be it it's been um over three weeks now okay yeah. so, so long enough right long enough and i had gone to my GP, who is an osteopath and i love and adore and she did an osteopathic therapy on me and that helped a little but within a couple of days it wasn't feeling well and she had said go to a PT or a chiropractor if you know it doesn't get better so I've been going to this chiropractor now until COVID in March every month for probably a year you know just for an adjustment just to keep myself aligned um but I had a bad feeling about it, and I think I talked about it on our call on Sunday, that, um, you know, it's a family-owned practice. Right, which in theory should be nice because you're supporting a small business, and that's great. Correct, and that's what I liked about it in the beginning, and I like him as a chiropractor. So I called this morning. I was very happy they could see me at 2 o'clock today, and I didn't ask about any precautions. You know, thinking, well, surely they'll be on top of that. And I walked in to sign in and I looked around and there were about three or four people I could see that worked there. No mask. Mm. There was no shield up at the desk. No. Mm -mm. And then I saw a couple of patients, you know, that I would just best describe as good old boys. Yeah. Uh, No mask. And I looked at the receptionist who happens to be his daughter. And I said, do you all, are you all, y'all, are you all not requiring masks? And she said, no, but we do wipe down the tables after every, um, (laughs) after every client. And I I was thinking to myself, well, don't they do that anyway? (laughs) I mean, my God, I hope so. And I, Just for COVID, we're going to wipe down the tables. (laughs) I was like, well, I'm sorry, but I can't stay here. You know, I, I need to leave because. Did they did they seem like they were turned off by that or did they understand? No, she said, I'm I'm sorry. I said, me too. That's so weird. You yeah. think at that point they would just put a mask on, you know? I just, I can't, yeah. I can't get behind the people that just won't wear a mask. And I don't yeah. want to get into a big like anti-mask statement right now. But like, is, as you know, it's like right in your face. Yeah. Right? I'm like. Oh dear, this is not good. And there were no other chiropractic places open and around me today. So here I am. 
My neck's hurting. I don't know that I would walk out. I'm kind of curious how many people would walk out in that situation. We can get the phones on this if you want to. If you want to call in, 888-Kramer8. Like, would you, would you walk out of a chiropractor or any, anywhere? Like, if somebody walked in somewhere and, like, you needed to be there, would you walk out because they weren't wearing a mask? I'm kind of fearing that right now because – I'm having to be around a lot more people now than I was before. I was really good before and I try to be good. I always try to be good about wearing my mask now, but yes. you know, when Jess or garage boy, Gerald are with me, like we don't wear our mask, you know, yeah. Tom, my boss, like we don't wear a mask. It's almost like I just have to trust that these people are being safe too, mm-hmm. because it almost would be impossible in our industry to be able to not to wear a mask all the time. And like yeah. when Gerald, it's like Jess's boyfriend. So I'm like, if, if, if he's got it, she's got it. And she's got it. I'm going to get it. So it's almost like, ugh. it's I, it makes me uneasy. We, we went somewhere today and uh, the people we were with, like at first they weren't, I feel like I, I don't mind being like the pioneer to put the mask on first. You know what I mean? I don't right. mind being like, sorry, let me get my mask and put it on. Right. Uh, I don't mind being that person, but I, I don't know. I don't know if here it's as bad. Things are opened up a lot more than they were in California, mm-hmm. um, which I don't know if that's good or bad, but mm-hmm. uh, I, I'm still, it's just hard. I get it now that I'm like out in the real world. Like right. now they're having to go to work. Yes. Um, because I wouldn't have a job. It's like, well, just wear a mask. But I get like when you're having to like do all this stuff, but for the, for a business like that to not wear them, I think it's just, mm-hmm. that's uncalled for. Not, not good. For, not good. Would you, anybody walked out? Cause I feel like in that situation, I probably would have just gone along with it, you mm-hmm. know, because I just probably would have not oh. really thinking about it or oh. just not really being like, well, this sucks, but mm-hmm. here we go. Uh, 888-Kramer8, 888-K-R-A-M-E-R-8. Is my mom the only person that would have walked out of that place? Because I'm just curious. I'm, gen- I'm not even like putting the blame on you or being like, that's weird. I'm just genuinely curious of how many people actually would, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Let's get to some phone calls from yesterday. We didn't ask my mom, and it was a young lady who was saying, I found out that I was being cheated on. My boyfriend is autistic, which I don't – to me, didn't really play into – I think it was just to say that like he's not affectionate and she thinks it might be that might be a sign of autism or might be part of his mm-hmm. autism. And so she, but she had kind of like gotten over that, but then she found out he cheated on her. And mm-hmm. the question was like, was it worth it then? Like, do I even, I feel like I'm not getting what I want already, at least in some parts of this relationship, the affection side of it. And now that I'm being cheated on before I go through and put all this effort in, I want to make sure that I, you know, can at least, when I get out of it, if I, if we do make it through, this is actually what I want in the first place. All right, let's get to some calls here. Hi, Kramer. This is Rose from Alcohol. Just wanted to let, uh, give my opinion that um, she should move on. Um, any hesitation like this is a red flag. It may not be to her at her young age, um, but there's no reason for her to continue to put herself through that and the other party. As for his condition... He may not be able to provide the affection that she wants, and that's nothing against him. There's a whole population that is that way, and she needs to find someone that's better suited for herself and enjoy her life and enjoy being single instead of going through what she's going through right now. And I wish her well. Hi, Kramer. It's Megan from Maryland. Just welcome. Welcome to uh, the East Coast. I am married to an autistic person. I have two autistic boys. The lack of affection is definitely an autistic trait, and that's probably not going to get any better, so she needs to know that. Plus, as you go along, there's probably other 
there's going to be other issues that come up um, because of that. But it really takes a specific person that's really willing to meet halfway. If she does end up marrying this guy and having kids, she's totally chances are high that she might have an autistic child, so these um, issues might be lifelong for her. As far as the cheating, that is not an autistic trait. I personally would not be able to move forward with that, especially since he is flying internationally all the time. I just wouldn't be able to trust him. That's just me personally. But um, anyway, I hope that she figures this out and makes the decision that's best for her. I'm looking forward to hearing your show next week, and I hope you have a great week. Bye. That's cool. I don't know if you call that last part. This is totally about me now. This I did not set out to make this about me. Uh, <laughs> but she she's from uh, from Maryland, from Baltimore. And I was always wondering. Oh. I was like, I wonder if I wonder if people in Baltimore from Maryland have actually started listening to this show yet. Because I don't think mm. we had anybody. I don't think we had anybody before, at least that I knew of, that was over here. So I don't know if you're new or whatever, but I just think it's cool as we're starting to grow this podcast and, you know, bring the radio show over here. And hopefully when I get on the air, I've got permission to talk about certified mama's boy. So mm-hmm. we'll be, you know, doing that over there and it just, hopefully it's just going to grow our podcast family even bigger, but that's really nice. So thank you so much for checking out the, checking out the show. Yeah. Um, fantastic. And be more, I'm going to call it be more. Why? Because I like that. Okay. <laughs> Don't you want to well, be more in Baltimore? You may, if you would want to call it be more, then you call it be more. That's fine. Yeah. Do you want to be more? I uh, right now, I just want to be. I just need to get through the days. I'm very tired. <laughs> okay. um, I just want to. Be not, I don't want to be any more than I'm already being right now. Trust me. I just want to get in my bed. Um, I uh, really quick before we get to the quote, I want to say this: is that we today was the first time that we went into the radio studio here. We didn't get to come when we were, um, uh, you know, checking out the market, but. Today was the first time and like to sit down behind the board again mm-hmm. and to like be in front of the mic and like see Jess across from me. It was a very like surreal moment. So oh. I'm I'm really thankful, really happy today. It was oh. it was a good positive day uh, all the oh. way around. They're really yeah. happy to have us here. And it's just it's I want I want you to remind me this day because I promise you in the six months I'll be like, F them. They're not this. <laughs> no. Yeah, my boss said this. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't even want to be here. You know, like you got to remind uh, me of this. <laughs> I hope not, but I can't imagine how Jess must have felt. Yeah, it's cool. It was just it was funny because across from you. Well, we were just talking about how like what a weird year it's been. You know, January first, oh. we were number one morning show in San Diego, and then somehow we're all of a sudden on, you know, the eighth of September, we're somehow now in Baltimore <laughs> doing a radio show together. Where's everybody? It's just it's so bizarre. It's such a it bizarre. Is. That was a bizarre whole thing that's happened here. So uh, speaking of the uh, Jess, uh, we should have, we'll have a new episode up of the Kramer and Jess Uncensored podcast by the end of the week. It was supposed to be tomorrow. It might still be tomorrow. I just, (laughs) I got a dinner tomorrow night. So certified mama's boy is going to get pushed earlier. And I'm hoping just to get it. I'm hoping to get everything done tomorrow. I'm just hoping. Anyway, before the end of the week, it may be Thursday or Friday, but we're going to. Lord, my stuff's coming. We're, we're going to aim for it. We're going to aim for by the end of the week. That's going to be the goal. Well, one day um, you have to move, right? I don't you know. That's what I'm, it's going to happen. I'm just not sure. I don't uh, want to commit to anything right okay. now. I just okay. can't. Okay. I think it's going to be. I hope I can get it done tomorrow, but we're going to see. Okay. <sighs> All right. Quote for today, Mom. All right. This is, again, from this little book, Everyday Ubuntu, that I'm reading. Yeah, really quick. Let me, t- let me t- take a quick funny story. So my mom's like... <laughs> 
we're going to do a quote from this book for weeks. I'm like, <laughs> for weeks? Like, I'm okay with a week, but for weeks, I might as well just get the book. It's like an audio book over here. Like, <laughs> I'll give you five days of quotes from one book, and then it's like, why don't I just go read the book? It's good. It's a good philosophy for living. And isn't that what we talk about? I mean, yeah. Live, but, laugh, love your mom. This is the live there's part, gotta, right? There's got to be other quotes and other books probably too. That's not just <laughs> okay. I'll see how okay. long you let me go with this. Okay. Okay. Here we go. All right. So this is from the forward. It's the, the lesson of Ubuntu is best described in a proverb that is found in almost every African language whose translation is, a person is a person through other persons. The fundamental meaning of the proverb is that everything we learn and experience in the world is through our relationships with other people. We are therefore called to examine our actions and thoughts, not just for what they will achieve for us, but for how they impact on others with whom we are in contact. Mm, that's true. Oh, I mean, true. isn't that true that we grow yeah. through our relationships with other people? I mean, just that scenario that you just said about you and Jess. Right. Right? Yeah. Think about all the people that touched your lives. Yeah. Brought you Had together. To. Yeah. That brought you together. And now here you go. Right. You know? I mean, it is amazing. That is an amazing thought, I think. Yeah. Think about that you are a person through other persons. Yep. And totally. To, and to think about all the relationships, whether they're good, bad, and different, whatever they may be, that those are our life lessons, right? That's where yeah. we learn life. But I think, too, uh, on the opposite side, and something that I'm having to learn to do is to cut people that aren't growing you in the right way out of your life. Yes. Does that make sense? Yes. Because it's true. Every them, right? You're learning. You're learning about uh, through them. I just hope no you're learning. You. I just hope you're learning the right things and you're not just picking up their bad tricks. I find that if I hang out with some toxic people, yeah. I can start doing toxic things pretty quick too, though. Yeah. It's like that group mentality where like there's a, a situation recently where I, uh, until I got out of that situation, I didn't realize how negatively impactful it was with those group of people mm -hmm. um, until I kind of stepped away from it. And I was like, oh, wait, like I, I mean, I was, I was doing some very bad habits because you're learning from everyone around you and to recognize that and to know that like you're growing in the wrong way, I think is a really important trait to learn as well. Like who Which are you is, putting in your life? Right. Like, but that's what those other, other people taught you that they are not good for you. Those types of people are not true. good for you because of how much growth you've had. It's true. Maybe two years ago they would have been right. That but now you're true. a different person. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I like to think that um, that we learn something from every relationship we're in. Yeah, for sure. You know, it's a good one. Well, I can't wait for the next <laughs> multiple weeks. <laughs> it's only 14 chapters, so for the next 14 weeks, <laughs> we'll be studying every day. <laughs> students, just buy the book and we'll get it done in a couple of days. I'm sure. I think you should buy the book. In fact, I thought about sending I, it to you. Except I don't have time to a, read a book you don't right have now. an address. B, you won't read it. So <laughs> there's, there's all the reasons why. Please don't send me anything right now. Uh, yeah. 
Okay. Um, we are going to do a couple different things. When we get back here in a couple seconds, we're going to do, we're going to get to a moment in Kramer history because we got to fi- finish up this saga of this quote unquote woman of the night that we went searching for back in 2009. And when we sent our intern Cameron out to actually confront her, is she a woman of the, I don't honestly, I can be hundred percent honest. Usually at this point I would have like listened to the clip. I don't know. How this, I haven't edited it down yet. I don't know how it ends. I don't know. So <laughs> It's going to be a big surprise with you here in a couple of minutes. Uh, Bear and Bloom, though, a big shout out to our friends over at Bear and Bloom. They are the natural and affordable skin and hairline that my mom and I love to come on and talk about. And I'll tell you what, because I know your kids are getting back into school. Baltimore schools just started back today virtually. Uh, I know that San Diego school started last week. If it's anything like carrying a five pound chihuahua around with you all day, I get why why you're exhausted by the end of the day. And the puffer buffer to me has been a lifesaver. Today I had to go and shoot a um, I'm, uh, one of my first endorsements here in Baltimore is for Honda. Uh, the Baltimore oh, Honda dealers. Great. And so I had to go do one of those, uh, some photo shoots and video shoot today. But keep in mind, I had been, it was like four o'clock. I've been gone since 830. I got to be on camera. Uh, <laughs> I just looked tired, but I knew I was going to. So I grabbed my puffer buffer this morning, took it out there with me, rolled on two little whoop whoop under my eyes. <laughs> I know it's natural. I know it's good stuff. And it really, I mean, anytime you feel like you look tired, you know what I'm talking about. You look in the mirror, you're like, oh, uh, puffer buffer from Bear and Bloom is amazing. All kind of good stuff, though. The bouillon we talked about yesterday. You want to talk about Witch's Brew today, Mom, just really quick? Oh, yeah. It's it's a fantastic uh, it's a fantastic skincare product. For, it's a facial toner. And yeah. after you clean your face, you just put it on a cotton swab, and it, it, it's unlike so many others, it is not drying. Because, again, it has only good things in it. Um, but it's a really good base um, for clarifying your skin and getting it ready for the um, for the next step, which is, of course, that wonderful bouillon that I yeah. love so much, the glow serum. And right. then you can put your makeup on top of it if you want. But yeah, it's- that's a great regimen. Uh, Savannah and Ahmed have done a great job with just keeping it natural. And that's what this show is all about. You should know that by now. It's a bunch of damn hippies on this show. <laughs> so Is that what we are? <laughs> I mean, probably hippier than most. Okay. <laughs> uh, but it's, I mean, l- listen, like seriously, don't put crap on your face. Put like good stuff in your hair. I mean, you only got so much hair in a lifetime, especially gentlemen. Ladies, mm-hmm. you do the same way. Mm-hmm. Um, why don't like you got to treat your stuff, your body well? You got to treat it well all the way around. So, Bear and Bloom, go to Bear and Bloom Naturals.com, B A R E and Bloom Naturals.com, and you get 20% off. I'd love for you to try the puffer buffer. Anybody with a new baby out there listening, got kids, tired as hell, Bear and Bloom.com, <laughs> type in the keyword Kramer, you save 20%. Also, today, Special shout-outs to our friends over at BetterHelp. BetterHelp's a great sponsor, and I'm glad they're on this podcast because we're big advocates for therapy. The problem is therapy's kind of annoying. <laughs> like, if I'm just being honest with you, like, the, the, like getting, the getting going part of therapy is annoying. Having to find a therapist, drive there once a week, and it can be pretty expensive sometimes. But I think the people at BetterHelp realized that, and they were like, oh, wait, we can make this so much easier. Everyone's got a computer. It's very 2020. They get qualified specialists. These are, I mean, these are therapists and psychologists and counselors that are ready to help you 
when you need it. Because with therapy, you go once a week. With BetterHelp, I got to check in with Dr. Jag like three or four times a week just over the uh, BetterHelp app. And then we have a session once a week. So it's like where, you know, if you think an appointment once every other week is great, but I mean, this constant you're getting like constant attention from your therapist if you need it. But if you don't too, like you just want to do your once a week, that's cool too. But I highly recommend it. If, you, if you're somebody that's like, I need help with depression or sleep or therapy or, I'm um, sorry, not therapy, but uh, cu- uh, couples therapy. If you need help with your kids or your coworkers or moving to Baltimore and not having a house and living in a hotel for 14 days uh, with a five-pound chihuahua, all these reasons uh, could be technically why you would want to go check out therapy from my friends over at BetterHelp. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp. They are actually recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. And I want you to start living a happier life today. As a listener, you're going to get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com slash Kramer. Join the over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. Again, it's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Kramer. All right, mom, that's all we got with you today. Okay. I love you. Good. Love you forever. A moment in Kramer history. Okay, let's finish up the saga today. Welcome to a moment in Kramer history. It's when we look back over my illustrious radio career and the kind of crap I got away with. I mean, like literally, cannot believe that I was able to pull off some of the things I was able to pull off. And this was nearly a decade ago, but like a lot's changed with what you can get away with on the radio nowadays. I'm not going to roll into Mix 106.5 in Baltimore and be like, hey, guess what? We're going to look for women in the night. <laughs> so if you're here last week, and I'm not scroll back a couple episodes to part one of this whole saga, we introduced you to a bit that we did from time to time called I'm Just Curious. And I'm Just Curious works where there's something that you're curious about, but it's really none of your business, but you're still curious about it because you're hella chismoso. And so you're like, hey, my neighbor, like every night at 11 o'clock, somebody pulls up and walks inside for 10 minutes and leaves. I don't know who it is, but I just super curious on what it's about. We would send Miguel our... You know, you know my gal at this point. He used to work on the show with me. Over to their house, over to, to like fire, like you know, sit outside a bush and, and wait to see what was going to happen. Well, last week we introduced you to this situation where a listener wrote in and said, "Hey, I'm pretty sure I see a uh, a woman of the night, but I'm not sure if she is that walking down this this popular street in Panama City." And I'm just kind of curious if she is one or not. It's really none of my business, but I I just feel like that's what she's doing out there. So Miguel declined the project, but our intern Cameron decided he would actually go out and find out what it was all about. And so here's part two of the Woman of the Night saga. And intern Cameron. Yep. God, he's a trooper. He's like James Bond pretty much, <laughs> man. This guy, is uh, he is stealth. And he came to us and said, look, I'll do it. Yeah. I'll, I'll find prostitutes. I don't care. That's, that's cool <laughs> with me. Um. So, and Miguel, you actually went with him, though, didn't you? I did. You guys have to walk me through all this, by the way, because I have no idea what happened. Yeah, yeah, no. Um, I just kind of guided him along because, you know, this is the first time Cameron was doing a bit out on the street. And so I was like, well, you know, let me aid him in his first time going out to find the prostitute of 15th Street. <laughs> so what happened? Walk us through what happened here. You do. So then we, we got to the station. We got ourselves together. And we decided that taking my Honda Accord mom car would probably be the best way to travel um, in a nondescript way and sure. not look like we're looking 
to take to partake in a prostitute. So we went cruising down uh, 15th Street, and so these are Cameron's thoughts um, as we got into the car. Okay, here we go. We're uh, driving here on 15th Street, just cruising down and looking around, passing a uh, couple buildings and and uh, some other some uh, restaurants and stuff. So, do you see anything? Um, I saw a woman, a Mexican woman, bending down, picking up peppermints. Uh, um, <laughs> I don't think she was the woman we were talking to, um, but she did seem very nice, though. Yes. There's also a uh, blondish, el- elderly lady I saw. She was uh, carrying groceries out of a store, so I don't think... <laughs> I-, I doubt that was her. Not a, not a prostitute, man. Probably not a prostitute. Yeah, so we had to kind of get ourselves together and, okay, say, okay. So we have a slight description of the woman, um, and we kind of went down 15th Street, um, down by Harrison. Then we turned back around, came back up 15th Street towards the beach, and so then we saw a woman, and we thought maybe this could be her. Really? Or someone who may know who the woman is. You getting pretty excited at this point, Cameron? Cameron's like, there's a prostitute. Yeah, I mean, she was dressed differently yeah? than, you know, anyone else. She had a I'm a prostitute shirt on. I mean, it was easy to find. Uh, uh, ma'am, ma'am, excuse me. Oh, uh, yeah, I see that you're waiting here for the trolley or Bay County bus, whatever it's called. Uh, I was just wondering, uh, have you seen any prostitutes walking on 15th Street? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, really? Uh, when's the last time you've seen one? This morning. This morning, really? Can you describe her for me? She's got long black hair and oh. artificial nails. Oh yeah, that yeah, that's exactly <laughs> how she was described. Uh, you're you're not a prostitute now, are you, ma'am? No, I'm. A, I do nails for a living, so I always look really bizarre. Oh really? Oh, really? Oh, okay. But I look better than most prostitutes. Most of them are wearing blue jeans and stuff like that. Yeah. Now, do you know what time uh, she was walking along in the morning? I would say it was about nine, nine thirty, ten o'clock. She's the morning. She okay, she is. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> At the end of that, she says that she hits up the morning crowd. Oh, oh my yeah. My. Yeah. So oh. that was our uh, first person that um, Cameron so, got to talk to. So you, you were about 90% sure that she was a prostitute, but then again, she was not, correct? Apparently not. Oh, that's a shame. I mean, she did nails. Yeah. You can't confuse Don't that. Don't confuse those two. She looked better because the prostitutes have blue jeans on. She had on a very uh, hot pink, like, jumpsuit on. Oh. So that's why I'm here. You're like, that's got to be a prostitute. It's got to be it. So, but you didn't give up, though. That's no. what I like about you guys. You did not give up there. Of course not. So we're like, okay, we have a description, and, you know, we've talked to one woman. Well, let's try to find a man who looks like he could be looking for the services of a woman. <laughs> oh he might my. be able to tell us where she could be in the afternoon time. Oh, my. Sir. Sir. Hello? Sir. Hey, what's up? What's up? Hey, uh... Yeah, I was just wondering. I saw you walking along the, the side of the road. I was just wondering uh, if you've seen any prostitutes walking along. I don't know any, man. I'm you trying to stay any? away from it. No. Well, have, you, have you seen any? <laughs> no, not to my knowledge. <laughs> no. You haven't seen anyone? Because uh, the description we got is a lady with long black hair, kind of kind of dressed as a little, uh, you know. Have you seen anyone like that? Yeah, no idea, man. Yeah. <laughs> 
I don't even. I don't live in this area right now. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> uh, you don't live in this area. You're just visiting down here. Right. All right. All right. Thanks a lot. Later, man. Guilty. I don't even know what a prostitute is. <laughs> he looked so oh, guilty. My. <laughs> yeah, he even had, you know, the scent of alcohol. So I, I, I thought he'd be a little more open about it. I wasn't it. sure what scent you were talking about there for a minute, Cameron. It made me worried. <laughs> yeah, the smell in his breath. I don't know. <laughs> no, no, no. No, but wait, it gets even better. So let me tell you. So we see this man, and this is um on the right side, like coming towards the beach on 15th Street. Right. So as we're, we're Cameron gets back in the car, and we're looking around, and we see another woman who just is walking kind of like she has nowhere to go. Oh, okay, because that was a description. Yeah, yeah, but she doesn't have the long black hair. We're like, well, maybe she's just, you know, getting off of work, going to the grocery store. But then there are a pack of guys that kind of walk behind her. Oh, my. And the way she kind of looks at them, you're like, wait a minute. So then I whip the car back around, and then I go park it. And at this point, there's a big sign, so I can't see when Cameron gets out of the car the conversation that's happening because I stay in the car. Were you worried at all? I was a little worried yeah. because she looked like she really could be a prostitute. Oh, my. Okay, so the, you get oh, here. We'll see what happens. Hello, ma'am. Ma'am, excuse me. Hello. What's up, babe? Hey, uh, I, I was just wondering, you know, I saw you uh, walking here along the side of the road on 15th Street, and we got a description of a certain lady that uh, walks here. Uh, you don't exactly fit the description, but have you seen, like, a lady who dresses kind of like, I'd say maybe, like, along the lines of lingerie, just, you know, every morning around 9, 9.30? No, I haven't. Do you uh, normally, like, walk along here, or are you just kind of, just whatever? Baby, I've been walking along here for about two years now, and I would tell you if there was a girl with lingerie, I feel for you, honey. Oh, really? <laughs> Do you, is this like a daily thing, or are you just like going out for your casual walk? I believe in staying in shape. I believe a chick with a fat ass really sucks. <laughs> wow, interesting. No, ma'am, uh, I'm not calling you one, but uh, are, you, are you possibly uh, a lady of the night? No. But that does sound interesting. Interesting, huh? Okay, well, well, uh, just just keep a lookout for me, all right? I sure will. You are good looking, by the way. Oh, thank you. She was trying to get that. I think she just started a career in constitution. <laughs> Cameron, she was trying to solicit you, I think. Yeah, she actually told me that. Uh, she just uh, finished cleaning someone's house, and she yeah. was looking for a little extra cash, but uh, I didn't get that recorded. So I already stuck you already, it oh, in my pocket. She even gave me a hug before I left. Oh, oh. oh I This is the mo one of the most awkward things I've ever had to sit through, <laughs> and I loved every minute of it. Honestly, it's like kind of embarrassing now because, like, wow, <laughs> even some of those, like, innuendo jokes, holy crap. Oof. Uh, but yeah, I, I miss the days you could just walk up to people and randomly start talking to them about stuff like that. And only in Panama City too, I think, could you pull something like that off. So there you go. A moment that I'm not proud of, by the way, but it's, 
somewhat humorous looking back on a moment in Kramer history. I'll leave you today with made me laugh. And this is a shout out to every single person that has to move because every time I move, I go through the same price. And like, this is John C. McDonald and he could not be more correct on the moving process. You know what I'm talking about too. No, I, I just moved and I hate it with all my heart, but I'm such an idiot. I forget that I hate it. Have you done that? I mean, seriously, it's like when you're a little kid. You're home for the summer, and it's getting ready to go back to school time, and you're all excited to go back to school. Oh, I'm going to get new books and papers and pens and clothes and things and stuff. Then you get to school, you're like, what the hell? I'm in school. What was I excited for? And it's the same thing with moving. I hate it. And yet, when I'm getting ready to move somewhere, I'm all excited. Oh, man, I'm moving. I'm going to a new place. It's so cool. I go down to the U-Haul. I buy the boxes, and I'm taping up the bottoms, and I got all the papers and the squinchy things, and I got the bubble wrap, and I'm wrapping everything slow and nice and taping it, and I'm setting it in the box, and I'm putting the crinkly things in there. I'm closing the box, and I'm taping it, and I'm writing my last name on there, and then I'm writing the room it goes to, and what's inside. 30 boxes later, I'm just throwing it in there, taping the top, kicking it to the curb, writing more crap on top of the box. And that's it. Thank you so much for listening to today's show. Really appreciate you. You know, like this, I'm really proud of this podcast and I'm proud of the community we're building here. And we wanted to make it so that like, you feel like you're part of something. And uh, I don't even say shout out to the, the certified fans. So shout out to every single certified fan out there. Thank you so much for your support. If you love this podcast or you even like it and you want to support it, text the word fans, F-A-N-S to 888-Kramer8. All right. I love you. Tomorrow we're back with a brand new Ask My Mom. Until then, see you. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.